0: What I do in German class, Jared, to get warmed up is we do uh, uh, Zungenbrecher, tongue, tongue, tongue twisters. The one we did uh, this week was Asana Ananas As, Asana Ananas. Try to say that fast five times. Good luck. I'll, I'll, I'll practice and get back to you on the next episode. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable podcast. We are here today to talk about book bans. Because if you haven't if you have been living under a rock in the United States, at least, uh, the book Mouse has been banned, I believe, in the state of Tennessee, if I remember correctly, um, in some schools there. And it was actually a book I read in graduate school. And uh, I think it's one of those books that uh, is really important for folks to read. It was a book written by the son of a Holocaust survivor. And so it's a very important piece of literature for folks out there. And so we are going to talk about book bans, why some books are banned, and also which books are banned as well. And I'm excited to see what Jared's thoughts are going to be on some of these books that are banned and also some of the places where some of these books are banned. So if you are an avid reader, this episode is definitely for you. Or if you're just curious about what scandalous books you might need to smuggle into your next country of uh, travel, this is uh, definitely the episode for you. So without further ado, I could not do this without my good friend uh, and my buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared?
1: You could do this without me because I'm not an avid reader. First of all, I've never heard of this book, Mouse, and I think I can probably figure out why. I went to part of middle school and part of high school in Germany. It was international school, but still, they probably kind of shy away from the Holocaust topics. Um, and then I went to the final years of high school here in the U.S. at a Catholic school, so they're like, "Listen, yeah, you're probably don't, not going to get worry that in about the Catholic it. school either. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just <laughs> learn about Christianity some more, right?" Um, so yeah, I've never even heard of this book. The title is
0: very, or excuse me, the cover is very uh, provocative for sure. Yeah. I think in this case, Jared, it's okay to judge a book by a cover there because that and that book is actually <laughs> more like a graphic novel. Right? Isn't it? If I remember correctly, isn't the cover like a Nazi flag with like a mouse on it or something it's like that? It's a swastika with yeah, with a mouse in the middle. Yep. Yep. Um dude, so right
1: now the uh I meant to mention the the uh World Cup qualifiers happening in the, for the US mm-hmm. for USA versus Honduras. They're playing in St. Paul, Minneapolis, dude. Good luck. Guess, Good luck guess. with that. Guess <laughs> what the temperature is right now? And this is a live gay, game. Uh, as I'm saying this, oh, it's below. It's below freezing. No, it's not that cold. It's but I mean, no, it's, it's three okay. degrees Celsius. Okay, so, yeah, uh, that's not great. Me. Fahrenheit. What am I talking about? It's three degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Fahrenheit's warm, or Celsius would be warmer. No, it's three degrees yep. fa- Celsius. Uh, <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Sorry, F have Celsius written, and that was an accident, and now I just keep saying it because I keep looking at it, but that's wrong. It's three degrees Fahrenheit, um, which is damn near, uh, you know, it's bad. It's cold. It's That's getting into cold as balls, too, I didn't enjoy, even know right they there. played, at least in a, at a professional level, I didn't even know they played soccer in temperatures that cold at a professional level. And I don't even think I'm joking. Like, that seems ridiculous, kind of. Cause, well, I've definitely seen Bayern
0: play games where it's been snowing before.
1: Yeah, but snowing it's this is three degrees Fahrenheit right? right for example today it we we've got a good good amount of snow here in Michigan and for on average snowpocalypse today, apocalypse, bro I want to call this a snow <laughs> on average I'm actually a little disappointed it's not that bad yeah me
0: too actually um
1: yeah on average on average today we probably uh it was probably like in the mid 30s okay is that shocking to you you
0: didn't know that the, um, well, so, I, I haven't been outside all day. I've been looking out my okay. window watching the anyway. Snow come so, down.
1: so it's not even just just the fact that there's snow because um, you you can get snow in the 30s. It's three degrees Fahrenheit. This is insane. I don't know. Seems ridiculous. Why would you schedule That's a game? Crazy. in general in Minna- in in St. Paul, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota in right. uh,
0: February. It's like especially when we have warm places in the United yeah, States. Yeah, even Michigan like, makes be more one sense. Thing is- <laughs> than than minnesota right now like oh, yeah. minnesota is cold as shit right like playing florida or something like what are you I doing know.
1: california there's
0: maybe a maybe the u.s men's places. soccer team i bet you what it was Jerry is they viewed it as an advantage because how many times have players from honduras mm. played in three i didn't see people weather? talk
1: about that on twitter about how it is just in the, like a but <sighs> i mean i'm not a professional Just but I would never even consider playing outside in temperatures at that (laughs) level. Also, I guess I wouldn't have the luxury because the because I I just I don't know, they have the luxury like because all my fields that I go to are covered in snow, so sure, and they obviously have fields that when they're not being played on have like tarp over them that they pull away like a swimming pool, so
0: right yeah it's pretty wild
1: uh the u.s is winning though it's 2-0 at halftime so nice i guess there is nice. an advantage
0: there there we go
1: there's no snow on the well, ground Well, I... it's just cold okay Oh, well, there's some but well, there's still... not a lot
0: right well it's that, that cold weather definitely i think could make a difference for sure especially if, if you're not accustomed to it yeah um, but i
1: feel like at, i feel like at that coldness I I, I I struggle to see the advantage were these people that are playing for the u.s team often playing at Like, is that like, oh, like, just because they're playing for the U.S. team does not mean that these that they're these temperatures are just like nothing to them. You know, it's like, what if they grew up in, um, for example, Florida or California or Arizona or all the other states Mm -hmm. that don't get to three degrees? Like, just because it's the U.S. has these temperatures and Honduras doesn't. I struggle to just see that simply as an advantage. Sure.
0: Yeah. That's true. Well, Jared, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, I want to wish you a very happy Lunar New Year, my dude. We are now in the year of the tiger.
1: Mm-hmm. What? What year? Uh, what's your birth year?
0: I am a, a ram, is what I am. I'm a ram? You know what I am? It makes me so damn mad. i I'm, I'm gonna guess it's a monkey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, people, I'm not being a racist. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right because um, he relates yeah, to other I, racists. I, I, no, I'm kidding. That's terrible. Oh, geez, here, here, here we go. Um, Everyone's racist, but yeah, it it was funny though, Jared. I got a bunch of texts from my former students in China wishing me a happy Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought that was kind of nice. I figured I would just uh, bring it up real quick on the pod. Year of the Tiger, which is pretty cool. And one thing that's kind of interesting as well, Jared, about the Year of the Tiger, is. Um, During this year, I guess, has marked – I don't know how because we've only had the new – well, I guess it's really last year. But the year of the tiger marks an increase in tiger population for the first time in 12 years. Wow. In light of the new Lunar New Year – I know, right? A new report from the uh, Environmental NGO World Wildlife Fund, WWF – not WWE, Jared. This isn't wrestling – has revealed the decline of the species. Uh, has well, you been know rever- it's called WWE uh, because census. of the WWF that you're talking
1: about right now. Would, oh, because wait, what? Really? Yeah, I think the W. Yeah, the World Wildlife okay. Foundation had those a- that acronym first, and right. that is why it's WWE.
0: Oh, okay. It was originally yeah?
1: WWF. Okay. You didn't gotcha. know this?
0: Okay. I didn't. Jeez. No, you need to culture uh-huh. yourself, Chad. How do you not know I about? I g- guess these? so. I'm not even a wrestling fan. So. Right. I'm just well-rounded um, and
1: cultured. I know all all the high art, including wrestling. Exactly.
0: Well, and that kind of reminds me, though, Jared, um, of the uh, Chinese untranslatable we've talked about before: "Mama Hu hmm just horse, horse, tiger, tiger. Yeah. And we are now in, um, I guess, the year of the the who. I'm sure the tone was wrong, but the year of the tiger. So, <laughs> the um, year of the who? I, <laughs> so you said it like it was a question. <laughs> right. I yeah, is that the rising tone? Is it the falling tone? I don't know. I have no idea. But anyways, I just want to wish all the folks out there who are celebrating this Lunar New Year, I hope you all had a happy, fun, and healthy Lunar uh, New Year celebration with your friends and family, and hope you have a prosperous year of the tiger. Um, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. So Jared, shout out I to all my monkeys a- out there, by the way. Just
1: giving some love to the monkeys out there. There we go. You know who you okay. are.
0: Nice. Speaking of shout outs, Jared, I do have a shout out to give, okay. and it's actually very apropos to our topic for this uh, this evening or for today. Um, so, actually, the author Art Spiegelman, who uh, is the one who wrote Mouse, he uh, is actually going to. He has offered. Oh, sorry. It's not Arch Spiegelman. It would help if I would actually read Jared before I talk, wouldn't it? Um, so it's actually Shit a comic word. book store owner. Well, <laughs> uh, there's a comic book store owner who is going to ship Mouse free to anyone who asks in the Tennessee district where it is banned. Ship what? Uh, the, the book Mouse. oh, oh, oh right. For free to actual. any kids in that Tennessee school district okay. where it is banned. Okay. So here is the story, Jared. Comic book store owner Ryan Higgins was a teenager when he read *Mouse*, the Pulitzer Prize-winning graphic novel about the Holocaust. The 1986 narrative uh, and its sequel tells it's a the harrowing. Novel? St- yeah, yeah, oh, really. Yeah, it's great. I'm gonna get dude. this, bro. You should. I this was just it's like great a novel. I'm gonna get this. No, no, no. It's a graphic novel, and what's cool about the graphic novel? That, well, maybe "cool" isn't the right word, but what's very <laughs> striking really about really the graphic the- novel? <laughs> horrors... <laughs> well what it, well what it is though jared is the reason there's a, a specific reason why the book is titled mouse it's because oh, all of shit. the basically all of the people in the concentration camp who were the prisoners are mice and then the officers are cats mm. so it's kind of interesting this kind of dynamic it's between, like an adult like,
1: swim tv show or something
0: yeah yeah kind of <laughs> yeah it's 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 like if bojack Horseman were based <laughs> off of like serious yeah, the holocaust events person. i guess right exactly um so here we go so the 1986 narrative and its sequel tells the harrowing story of the author's father who survived the auschwitz concentration camp the books featuring mice as jewish prisoners and cats as nazi oppressors were soon among higgins favorites reading mouse opened my eyes higgins said i remember thinking this is about more than superheroes fighting bad guys It was heartbreaking and emotional, and it brought a whole new window to something I had little knowledge about. When Higgins bought the comics conspiracy shop in Sunnyvale, California, near San Jose, he decided to make sure that the shelves were always well stocked with cartoonist Art Spiegelman's story detailing his father, Vladek Spiegelman's experiences and the resulting trauma for 16 years. That's been the case. When Higgins learned on January 26th that the McMinn County, uh, McMinn, uh, County school board in Athens, Tennessee had voted un- uh, unanimous, unanimously. No, sorry, unanimously. I can't read unanimously to ban the graphic novel in middle school classes because of the board's objection over profanity and nudity. He was stunned. Also though, folks, middle schoolers have internet access. Do you really think they don't know profanity and, yeah. you know, other stuff? Uh, Okay, here we go. So it's just so bizarre. The actual images of the Holocaust are the most graphic, nightmare inducing images in the world, he added. Why take Mouse out of the curriculum when it makes this horror more teachable to a wider and younger audience? Higgins, aged 42, said he needed, uh, he knew he had to do something. Higgins said he had a bunch, or sorry, he had a hunch that sales of the graphic novel would surge, so he quickly ordered 100 copies of of the complete mouse, which I think are both editions, and there might be some extra content there to give away. I'll donate up to 100 copies of the complete mouse to any family in the McMinn County in Tennessee. He wrote on Twitter, just DM me your address. He would also pay for shipping. About 60 students and parents who reside in the district have contacted him wanting copies and he plans to ship them later this week. As soon as his book shipment arrives, his tweet has gotten more than 12,000 likes. So I want to give a big shout out here to Ryan Higgins. I think this is a great story, um, and I mean the importance of this graphic novel. It's it's just it's paramount. I mean the and the thing is, unless you have actually been to a concentration camp before, um, I've been to Buchenwald three times. Uh, no, two times. I've been to Buchenwald twice, and you you have like I I firmly believe, Jared, everybody should have to go see a place like this because it just puts into perspective, number one, how terrible and dangerous people can be. Also, though, number two, that we don't forget history because I think in the long term, uh, us humans are not great at remembering things. Um, And so, you know, it's easy to forget history. Mm -hmm. um, And we see a lot of school districts in the United States, especially doing all sorts of things to teach history, quote unquote, differently, differently, You know, like I read somewhere in Texas, they had basically gotten like deleted a passage about the Trail of Tears in a textbook because it's too sad or upsetting for kids to learn about. But that's the reality. Yeah, you know, dude, I remember. I think when I was
1: in Germany in uh, middle school or high school, probably high school, we went on a field trip to this place in Cologne. I don't even know what it was called, but I remember it was a essentially a dungeon. It was like this underground dungeon in Cologne and we were just walking through and it looked like a you know like sort of like an assassin's creed-esque prison cell you know what i mean and after being there for like 30 minutes and during this tour guide uh i think that was like like it took a bit until someone mentioned that um oh no, no 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 okay okay i remember what it was so we were walking around this like the prison cells and then we went into this one what looked like, say, let's say, a solitary confinement prison cell in this Assassin's Creed area, okay. and while we were standing mm-hmm. in there, the tour guide mentioned that they uh, that's this is we were in a room that they used to use as a gassing room, and that uh, fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> oh, I definitely, believe it. I didn't fuck me up in the sense where like it, I, that's not even the right term. It's definitely stuck with me, and it, sure. and and in the moment I was like, whoa, that's. Like, like, but I think that that is, like, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I think that that's necessary to sort of understand, like, like, and even just hearing it in that sort of context is just like, like a, like a tiny fraction of, of the actual, like, you know, actual, like, uh, brutality of it. Just, you know, being in a situation
0: like that. And even that was just like, it it stuck with me for sure. I believe it. I mean, dude. The, the first time I went to Buchenwald, um, I almost lost it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I tell you what, dude, had I have not been the graduate assistant that was responsible for making sure the students were, you know, like not doing anything stupid or especially like when you visit a concentration camp, like... I just think there's, like, a certain way to act tactfully. Do you remember when right? we were like, in Berlin
1: at the uh, what, the Jewish memorial? What do they call that? Oh, yes. And there were people taking selfies and like, shit and jumping, jumping on the on blocks. blocks. And it's like, do you, yep. like don't you realize <laughs> what this is? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's just a similar concept. And we were just looking right. at these people. It's like, I don't know how, you, how you're, like, hanging out here and just having fun like this. Right.
0: Well, it's a, it's a lack of, I guess, historical
1: awareness. Oh, well, to be fair, or, I'd imagine that it's even harder to have that. It's probably even harder to have that level of just chill funness in like a concentration camp, I'd imagine. Right.
0: Sure. But yeah, I mean, I still I'd remember, hope. too. They had to not be fair. Hit- I hope. I don't right. know. I'd hope. Right. <laughs> sure. Well, what's crazy, though, too, Jared, is when I went to Buchenwald, um, when we got there, one of the first buildings that you can walk into is the crematorium, and what's so crazy about that, though, is they have an image of or a photo that the American soldiers took when they liberated the concentration camp. And the Nazis, basically, they knew the Americans were hot on their trail. They uh, the, oh, the crematoriums okay. can fit usually about two bodies, I think, really one. But I mean, you can squeeze two in mm-hmm. there. And dude, it was to the point where the Americans took a picture and there was literally a stack of bodies as high as the crematorium, um, just dead bodies there. Um, and then in the crematorium, they said they found every like shoot just stuffed because they were trying to obviously dispose of all as much evidence as they could before the Americans came. It's
1: like in the mob um, when they're uh, when they're like shredding papers.
0: Right. But these were human fucking beings. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was crazy. it was crazy, dude. Like it's, you know, and when you walk in there, too, it's weird. There's just this. Different presence or aura. Like I don't mean to be like getting all crazy and hippy dippy right now, dude. I but like you can feel it.
1: I I, I can I hundred I can understand. I, it would sound might sound weird to me if I didn't experience it myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you felt it in that dungeon, well, I didn't, and, and sure. I didn't even like I knew I was in like an area that was a prison for this sort of thing. But when I realized right. I was actually in the spot where they were murdering people, that's when it, it really really. You know, I'm not. There was obviously a level of reverence before, but when I was like, "Oh, this is where they did it," I was like, "Oh, this is right." Me. Like, I feel I don't feel well. <laughs> like it was oh, for weird. Sure. Like it was a very weird right. feeling, and it definitely stuck with me. But I think right. Well, the thing I think that's I, mean, I think that's a useful. I I really do think that's a useful feeling, and that's something that um, people like parents in the U.S. are so afraid of when it come when right. it comes to but- our history.
0: But you can't shelter children forever, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, they're going to become adults at some point, and then if they realize the horrors of yeah, but the, but of, those parents, but the parents that are trying to shelter the
1: the kids, they're ignorant to it as well, and they are doing great. Yeah. So what? what I, I so, guess. So yeah, what's, I, 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 I mean, that, not but. all of them, but a, but a, a, a large number of them are doing fine, like uh, financially as a family, mm-hmm. living in this sort of ignorance. So it's sure. like, well, I did fine without, without you know in this ignorance. most people did do fine in the most mm-hmm. of America's living in ignorance. so everyone's oh, done a certain sure. level of okay in this ignorance. So it's like, well, why should I why should my kids have to uh, you know it's unnecessary for for my kids to have to um, have to suffer, but it just continues on the ignorance. Oh, for sure. But it's like yeah, ignorant it's a, people. It's a perpetual cycle. Ignorant people. The ignorant people are like, well, why should we expose these people? It's like, well, you don't even realize because. How do you convince ignorant people that they're ignorant?
0: You can't. I mean, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are blissfully ignorant, or, or sure they don't want to be convinced. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too, though, uh, when whenever you have an experience like that as well. Like I, I, remember it was so awkward when we were on the bus to to Buchenwald. One of the students was like, "Yeah, I can't wait till we like get back to the hostel after this. Like, you know, we're gonna have a fun night." And this was my second year there, so I'd already gone there once. Mm. And I was like, I was like, I love your optimism, dude. It's gonna but, get um, weird. Tonight. Trust me, you, <laughs> you, yeah. Like I, I, like you feel. You feel depressed. Yeah. I mean, at least if you are somewhat in touch with your emotions, I think even you, Jared, would feel depressed. Yeah, it fucked me <laughs> up. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> slightly aware of my emotions, just barely. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, dude, it's it's heavy. But but uh, life is heavy, man. Like, you can't just live life, at least in my opinion, you can't just live life going through just... I mean, you can but is it a decent life really just going through the motions and being ignorant who knows maybe it is Jared. I think it, maybe. dude yeah of course it is of course it is
1: yeah right. a lot of most of this country is living like that i feel like you that's true. are not realizing that of course it is a, a okay way to live life that's how life has been lived around the world in perpetuity essentially at this point right the vast majority of most populations are living in a large level of ignorance of their own. I mean, at least in the U.S., of even their own history. That's a normal thing. And mm-hmm. people are doing just fine. People are stri- are striving and thriving in spite of having no concept of, of our history. So I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I think you right. can be ignorant to that and still do fine. And then it's like, well, why would I introduce to, introduce this into my life?
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I guess. I mean, makes me a little sad, but I guess it is what it is, you know? I guess so. I guess so.
1: But yeah.
0: Well, Jared, I think you might know what time it is.
1: I don't know. What time is it? I'm depressed.
0: (laughs) Well, let me cheer you up, Jared, with some untranslatables. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, nothing makes me feel better. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. And untranslatables are proverbs, sayings, idioms, axioms that don't always translate one-to-one into English. And we are your tried-and-true untranslatable experts. Uh, and we are here to decipher them for you. And uh, do you want to go ahead and get us started today, Jared? Very perceptive as you see me chew. Uh, my first
1: untranslatable, Chad brought this on to you guys. If he was looking at me, he'd see I was chewing. And he would know. to so, as a skilled... Podcaster, maybe I'll go first. I see him chewing. All right, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Pulling a Chad. Oh, Topo was a bad choice for that for that job. Anyway, I have two untranslatables, and they're both Brazilian Portuguese. And my first one is "descascar um abacaxi." To peel a pineapple.
0: To peel a pineapple. Yeah. Hmm. Listen, team, we—you could go so many ways with that. To peel a pineapple, listen, team. Is that like to skin a cat? Like, there's many ways to skin a cat. No. No.
1: Okay. Here. Um. Listen, team, we got a deadline of uh, to 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 close this account on uh by 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 CoB, okay, And uh, I'm all of I'm all of, I'm I, I, you know, I'm struggling here, so I need my team to step up. How are we gonna peel this pineapple, everyone? come on, let's let's get together and figure out how we're gonna peel this pineapple.
0: Is it to like come up with a plan or to get something done to tackle this problem? Okay, Peel the pineapple. I now like that
1: peel this pineapple.
0: okay, yeah. Nice. My uh, uh first one for you Jared is uh Spanish, Espanol, and it is Ponte Las Pilas, which means put your batteries on. That's like to go fast, run fast. No, that's like that's like we've we've peeled Pay we've attention. peeled the pineapple now, Jared, and now we need to put our batteries on.
1: Get to it. Yep. All right. Yep. There you okay. go.
0: Yeah, work
1: hard is what to that work means. Work hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. My uh second Brazilian Portuguese uh, untranslatable is mamuá com a uh, what, when there's a squiggly under the sea what does that do do you know
0: is it a ch? I don't know Jade I a have ch- no idea achucar I'll
1: just take your word for it so if it's wrong it's because of you
0: That's fair uh, I'll take the fault for that
1: <laughs> Although I probably also got mamuá mam mamuá com achuka achukad papaya with sugar it's papaya with sugar papaya with sugar Hmm. Hmm. so here's the deal maybe if i maybe if i came to you and i said listen Chad, we got this you know we got this deadline by cob and this is um what is cob close of business and this is an unattainable like this is a unattainable goal from the boss but the okay. boss said needs to be done, and okay. I and, and I've thought of all the ways to peel this pineapple, and I'm telling you, it can't be peeled. And you said, listen, boss, I'm your boss, and I'm the boss above us is asking for this, and you say, listen, okay. boss, um, you might not know how to peel this pineapple, but I'm telling you, give me five, give me 15 minutes. This is papaya with sugar oh it's a piece of cake yeah not yeah sure it's easy. easy and enjoyable it's easy yeah facile you, you what you would do is you'd be like listen boss step aside and you do the classic where you do the oh yeah your, yeah, you crack knuckles. Knuckles by, like spreading them out like that which yep. is the worst way at least personally to do it the best way yeah you're like hold on let's do this ASMR. right
0: roll up your roll up your sleeves yes. on your button down shirt let's get to business <laughs> yeah yeah, this let's is. Let's put, this put is on our batteries, Jerry, and with let's with business. I welcome this challenge. That's right. Thank you. I've okay, been I, bored I, I like at work. I like that one. I wonder how many like languages have that type of like piece of cake, papaya with sugar. I feel I'd like every the, language the majority, has some
1: equivalent. The vast majority for right. sure. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Because that's a common my Jared, my thing. last that's one. easy. Mm-hmm. Everyone talks about right. how easy someone, something is. Sorry. Go ahead. Sure. That's your last one.
0: My last one for you today is also Spanish. And it is Palabras Necias Oidos Sordos, which means uh, annoying words, deaf ears. Mm. It's not effective
1: to be a micromanager or annoying as a leader. I mean that is a correct statement but that's not what this untranslatable means. If you are the, this is something people will stop listening to you. People don't listen to you anymore cuz you're annoying.
0: I mean I agree with you but this is I'm something still that you would, okay. Uh this is probably something Jared at least my mom definitely told me this as a kid. Can you give me the literal again? Uh annoying words deaf ears. Mm. It's
1: like if you ask too much you're not going to get it. Or not like being like if you're be... persistent it's like almost boy who cried wolf. If you keep asking the same thing, people won't listen to you.
0: No, I, I think um, let me let me let me change this to try to help you a little bit, because I think annoying is throwing you off a bit. If you were to change it to like mean words, deaf ears, maybe that'll help. You. Oh, it's
1: like do unto others as you like done unto yourself, essentially, where it's like if you're like, no, like being insulting is not is not no one's going to listen to hear you if
0: you're what's if you the other phrase though jared if you don't correct <laughs> uh, that's a good one um but if you don't have anything nice to say Just, oh, don't say anything at all don't say anything rule. at all yep mm, yeah yep. okay that makes sense i definitely heard my mom say that when i was younger what kind I don't know of shit
1: were you? Sure you saying about people back in the day i was like yeah this
0: this jared kid i yeah. met in college i mean asshole arsehole <laughs> chad right? and then my mom met you and she's like yeah. chad if you don't have anything nice to say <laughs> yeah um, but yeah um, all right well Jared I think um, it's time to talk about some book bands
1: which I fully uh, before support. before we talk
0: on a weekly <laughs> basis in my backyard <laughs> I host a local
1: Ferndale <laughs> book burning oh um, man whether you're I a Christian, never thought I'd hear those Wiccan, words come out of your mouth um, Jewish Muslim wherever whatever your background is you're welcome to come and throw whatever books you'd like into. My
0: bonfire. So, Jared, how do you choose the books that go I in your choose, bonfire? I don't choose. I host. You just, I see. I listen, okay.
1: listen, Chad.
0: That's what we called guilt by association. <laughs> I just like Jared, a party so be in a big fire. Okay. <laughs> I, don't I, don't you about the fire, I don't agree. I don't mean, agree
1: with burning books at all. Actually, this is just I'm just learning ways of being social, and this is one that's come come across as as we brought up this topic. I'm like, hmm. I never considered this as a outlet. Right.
0: Well, Jerry. let's
1: talk about though. It's beautiful. Then I say, hey, let's sing Kumbaya as we burn all the holy books. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the hell I'm saying. I'm hungry. I'm
0: you're you're going to get both of us exo-communicated from every type of religion out there. Please, I welcome it. I really welcome it. (laughs) Then my
1: parents will stop asking me to go to church with them whenever I'm back home. Right?
0: You can show them a piece of paper. Well, actually, (laughs) I can't.
1: I I can't go. I can't. I can't can't
0: cross that. I can't cross
1: that threshold, Mom and Dad. Exactly. Exactly
0: well Jared, why do you think though that books might be banned?
1: People are afraid of the truth, man. okay uh,
0: yeah people it's it's
1: just a way of controlling of, of controlling people and if sure. and, and um, whether it be your kids, whether it be a large population of society, whether it be uh, students in a certain district, mm-hmm. it's just a way of controlling people. Absolutely. Living in ignorance and, is key to certain people's survival, especially here in the United States. But everywhere, uh, of course, I mean, yeah. listen. I don't need to name other countries that live in. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, like living ig- living in ignorance here in the United States is what keeps us going. You know, right.
0: Well, it keeps certain political parties definitely. Uh, I think uh, in more power. Yeah. For it sure. Keeps yeah. white
1: people going. You can say it. Say it. Keeps white what? people going. That's really... Well, Forget political it, it, parties. It keeps whiteness going and white people going, really. is just... Yeah. And, and and that is what America is built on. So it's it's sure. almost like... and it, Which is why it's almost a requirement to whatever level. You know, there's the level of the people that are, like, complaining about CRT being taught to our first graders, which isn't even happening, and is being banned in elementary schools. It's like, this has never even been taught in uh middle schools or high schools. What do you, it's like, okay, like what are you doing? And right. it's like it's all just you that know, uh what do you call it where you're like where you're like what do you call it when you're like um sort of it you're talking about something talking about something else but trying to use that thing something about whistle. Like a metaphor. No the whistle. Something dog
0: whistle. your dog it's a dog, oh, dog whistle, whistle is what it yeah. is.
1: To something completely okay. different and you're just using this as the excuse. That's a term I was looking for. It's a dog whistle.
0: Y- You know, what was hilarious, though, Jared, you mentioned um, CRT, critical race theory. Mm -hmm. I I read somewhere online about this. um, I don't remember now if it was like a parent teacher conference or what it was, but a white parent was like, you know, said something. Basically, they said something, you know, about race and racism. And basically what they had said kind of justified the teaching of critical race theory. And then where the teachers at the school was like, thank you for the critical race theory lesson. And I guess like the person like freaked out. Um, Which I think is hilarious. Like, anytime anytime people can just – like, you you know, you tell on yourself. I just find those moments hilarious. Yeah, but it still doesn't work.
1: You know, it still doesn't work. Well, no, of course not. Which is – I mean, the the denial is so powerful. The ignorance is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, books have been – this is not even – I mean, we're talking about America like this because that's what we really know. But this happens everywhere. I mean, every – Oh, of course. Uh, f- uh, the, the large majority of the countries in the world, um, probably not all of them, but a large majority of the countries in the world are banning books for various reasons or whatever reason, whatever sort of oh, definitely uh, morality that they subscribe to. mm mm-hmm. um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, there was the talks about. I have a I have a list of some recent books that were banned and for, and why, and that'll sort of get us into. I think that'll be a good sort of way to get us into the common reasons why books are banned. Sure. But I remember. Let's do it. When we were in high school, this is not on the list, but uh, Catcher in the Rye was a was a um, mm-hmm. a dicey one back then. Um, a lot of those. Um, and this is not on my list, but a lot of those, like, um, oh, I remembered what the other one was. 1984 was one of them. Remember? The other one oh, was yep. Brave George New Orwell. World. Yep. Oh, really? Which is sort of a similar sort of uh, dystopian, we control society and, like, to a ridiculous degree. And that was another sure. one that's commonly banned, too. That's not on my list, though, because I, I, the ones I have are recent and re- relatively common to me, at least. I can't speak for you, but we'll see. So here's a list. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. That one's per- yep. perennially on and off the banning list. Um, it is a, a award-winning Pulitzer Prize-winning novel, but it's considered mm-hmm. um, to be violent and a, a lot of use of, of the N word. Right. I don't, do you know? Th- did you ever read *The Kill Mockingbird*? Can you tell me what that's about? Of course. What's that about? Yeah. So it's about. Um, I don't think I read oh, that. What's one. the dude's name? I remember out. my sister At- read something,
0: it. Something Atticus Finch is the lawyer. Mm. And he is um, basically what happens is that um, there's like a trial. Um, oh God, it's been yeah, so long. I don't long. mean basically, I don't mean to quiz a tri- you, eh? <laughs> right? But I I, I never right. got a sign. Let me, that let me pull up my spark notes, Jared. <laughs> I've kind of basically, feel bad in a doing nutshell, this Jared, to you. Well, you're good. Basically, in a nutshell, sorry to spoil the book for all of the listeners <laughs> <laughs> out there. Go Spoiler read it alert. anyways. It's a good Skip read. Thirty seconds if you don't want to hear. <laughs> exactly. Basically, what happens, Jared, is the book kind of talks about how Atticus Finch, the lawyer, uh, who's a white guy. Is the lawyer for this black guy who is um, accused of? I don't remember now if it was like killing somebody or or like raping somebody or what you it can was. You say the word. He was, rape, accused, of crime, okay. but but he was accused of a crime, but he was accused of a crime, probably. Right, right. Okay. And of course, he was convicted and he was hanged.
1: Okay, so no happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that one, that one's uh, often banned. Another one that's often banned. What's that? Uh, there's that. Um, actually I actually have a, a long list here. There's that. there's another one that that common book that's oh here it is uh tom sawyer is that common book that's banned Mm -hmm. for the use of the uh, n-word a lot sure sure i think that here's my opinion as a black person i don't think the Mm n-word alone is a good reason to to ban a book i think people should be smart enough to be able to read a book that has the n-word and also understand um uh like the sort of the the diciness of using that just out, just publicly mm-hmm. publicly sure. I feel like that that is a concept that at this point once you're in like high school i feel like you should be understanding that concept but obviously i'm not saying you should be reading this in sixth grade or fifth grade or some something like that uh all right here's some uh, that's one of uh, one of the popular ones another popular one i love this book i read it i saw the movie like the book and the movie kite runner this is a weird one too because what's that about i've never heard are of you kite not familiar with that one Mm-mm. so that was nope. about um Ooh, okay see i don't remember what country it was and <sighs> see i i don't even want to start listing them off but it, it was um about um these kids that um it was these it was about these two friends that um that were like they they grew up like playing kites together and, and like in like the way that they did kites where i like they'd have like little blades connected to them so the challenge would be like you know you slice the other person's kite in the air by like little maneuvers and then you win their kite that's the game okay and um that's sort of the broad concept of it is these friends playing this game together but it's about these friends growing up i'm gonna just look it up just so i can get the country right because i really don't want to just uh guess off countries when i do this uh, oh afghanistan right okay um well at least the the author is is afghan american so i'm guessing it's afghanistan uh yeah afghanistan so it's just a but but it ends up being about like um really about like like the challenges of living in afghanistan around this time and, and like um like dealing with like uh the terrorist regime sort of like um you know
0: the uprising well or well he, he, or coming here's to why
1: it I, I don't even know how to explain it because here's why it's um, why it's banned sexual violence there's a lot of um one of the dude's friends he gets um molested a lot oh jeez um and also you know it's it it's it's it it's alluding to Islam Islamic terrorism like like that sort of like this is the group that is causing all of the issues are Islamic terrorist groups. So um, that's why it's banned, apparently. I didn't realize it was banned uh, because I didn't read it as an assignment, I don't think. I think... Maybe I did, actually. I don't know. I feel like I just read it. But maybe I actually did read it as an assignment now that I think about it in high school. But that one's banned. Um, Okay. The sexual violence one, I think is... I can understand why that's a tough one to expose to people, but I think that... I think that's... A lot of these things that are... Even the terrorism thing. I think that, like... I I a lot of a lot of times my personal just idea in my head is like there's no benefit to just like more ignorance. I remember right. not my grandma but my my cousin, uh, his grandma. You, you know, so his mom's whatever. He you know, not my grandma but his grandma, but he's my cousin. Anyway, sure. Um, I was I was at their house and she was talking about how just like all these things about her childhood, like even like about like about sex about periods that like she was just like completely ignorant to and it's just like if her parents she was just talking about how her parents spent so much time keeping their own children stupid you know yeah and these are yep. her words i'm not and i was, and, and she's and she's like as, as like a you know she was probably in her 70s at the time or 60s or whatever she's like probably 70s she's like it's she's like now as an adult it is in, insane to me how much time was spent keeping like your own kids dumb you know don't you want your kids like you would think that the common sort of concept would be i want my kids to be smarter than all the other kids i want them to know everything yep but it's like so much time was spent like keeping them willfully ignorant to things that they're going to experience and not only just like things about history that like a lot of people in our american culture a lot of people can live fine being completely ignorant to 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 culture to like history but like Mm -hmm. you know like you know the grandma was talking about i don't have another better word for was talking about um you know like being ignorant to like periods or sex and stuff like that where it's like what's the benefit to these inevitable keeping kids ignorant to these inevitable things and that's part of the reason why some books are banned because of sexual things for example i didn't realize this one Mm -hmm. there's another one and these are um books that are are banned within the past like say five years um Mm -hmm. captain underpants which was Really, that's hilarious. Well, we were kids. Super popular. I read series. that in like
0: third or fourth grade. Yeah, too, all probably. through elementary school, it was popular for us. It's all just like bathroom jokes, like fart well, jokes, is, and um, like I,
1: in one part of the series, um, series was challenged because it, perce- it it was perceived as encouraging disruptive behavior. While Captain Underpants and the I could see that sensual okay. saga of <laughs> Sir Stinks a Lot was challenged for in- including a same sex couple. So, uh, because there was the scandalous, there was uh, so they were alluding to a same-sex couple. There are allusions to a same-sex couple. Uh, people are like, no, 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 no. Here's another one. This one's a little less surprising. Harry Potter, yep, uh, banned and forbidden for discussions for referring to magic and witchcraft. What is this? The right. 1600s, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, is this the yeah? We that back seems in so Salem? ridiculous. What is me. going on here? <laughs>
1: Right. For containing actual curses, actual... What does that mean? Right. What the
0: hell? Wingardium Leviosa. Now you're
1: cursed. <laughs> what, I mean, that's not a curse, by <laughs> the way. That's just a levitating spell. But anyway, uh, I'm not even a Harry Potter nerd. I don't know why I just did that. But It's that, <laughs> not really a curse, just to be oh, clear. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> but it is a spell. Excuse me, sir. That's not a curse. That's affair. a spell. So you're right. You're right. right. You're, you're right. And for characters that use nefarious means to attain goals, that's any sort of good plot. What are you talking True. about? True, that's yeah. Every any movie, movie any, at, yeah, <laughs> should be banned at that, or most books. Any good right. book should be banned at that point.
0: Right. Sure. What does that
1: even mean? Nefarious means that's so generic, but I can right. definitely understand how this idea of magic and spells and curses would turn a lot of people off. A lot of
0: those evangelicals. Now, now let me ask you this though, Jared. One thought just came to mind. Why is it okay? for or sorry why is it not okay for books to have magic and stuff like this but if you look at like comic books there's all sorts of different types of magic banning
1: is on an educational level in general they're not teaching they're not really or governmental level too they're not yeah but they're not really assigning um um comic books for academic purposes in like middle school elementary school high school stuff like that uh so i think that's why but uh, i mean for that matter why is captain underpants on the list to be fair though we had easy access to Captain Underpants as kids, even oh, at, like, yeah, book fairs and stuff. Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Here's one other. I mean, there are a bunch, but here's one other that I have is just recent stuff. Stamped, you know, Stamped from the Beginning by Ibram X. Kennedy and Jason Reynolds. Uh, band and cha- and that's what we were talking about earlier, this idea of critical race theory. Uh, which, right. by the way, I don't think this book is a book that would ever be assigned to, like like, grade school. Like its like it's right. a pretty intense book, but maybe I don't know, maybe it ha- I don't know, but banned and challenged because of authors' public statements and because of uh claims that the book contains selective storytelling incidents. it does not encompass racism against all people. I don't even know what the hell that means, right of course I do want to also clarify against all people racism against all people, but it does encompass racism against black people. Oh, by all people, that I mean that there was like, oh, you're not mentioning. I don't even know what that means. Racism against who is not being mentioned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that either. I do want to just clarify something, uh though, as well, Jared. You've been tossing around the term challenge, and some folks might not know what that is. Mm. Basically, when a book is challenged, that's kind of the way to get things in motion for a book to be banned. Yeah. And I would (laughs) say places it would be challenged initially
1: would be like a a, um, PTA meeting, which is a parent-teacher. Yep. Uh, yep. association so like they have like meetings set up for parents to come to the the uh, theater or the auditor or the, or the gym and they set up those shitty chairs and, and you can voice your concerns right. and they can tell you what's going on with the school and the plans and all that stuff and that's usually the first place where people will be like i don't like that my kid brought home this book it, it made mm-hmm. my kid ask me about racism and uh, we're not racism racists i don't want my kids to hate themselves because they're white or whatever white people right. are afraid of um and so usually it starts at like a pta level parent teacher association um mm-hmm. but then it get, goes to ridiculous levels in countries and states excuse me countries states like florida and shit where they're like talking about like banning uh critical race theory in grade school which has never even been mm-hmm. a thing that they teach in grade school right. um yeah. but they're just so afraid of young people learning about the realities of racism
0: right sure I'm curious, Jared, um, do you have any idea of, well, um, well, you, you probably don't, so I'm just going to tell you. Well, d- no, do you g- want to g- guess me the question. which authors Go me the have question. gotten, which authors do you think have been challenged the mm. most?
1: J.K. Rowling, obviously Harry Potter. Mm, uh, what nope. about C.S. Lewis? Is... Nope. Okay, <laughs> He is a religious, though. Maybe that's to his benefit. Because really, Could maybe be. the people that are... Or one of the popular groups that would ban books, or at least in the U.S., are like Christian groups. And they True. would not ban True. C.S. Lewis because he's a Christian Christian king. Right. Um, um, okay, let me keep guessing, though. Let me keep let guessing. Me, let me give you a oh, clue. I got one. Let me give you a I clue. I got one. Okay. Um, uh, Orson Welles. No. Aldous mm-hmm. Huxley. Nope.
0: J.D. Salinger. Nope. Let me give you a clue. F. Scott let Fitzgerald. Me, give clue. No. let me give you a clue. No. Let me give you a clue. No, damn. let me give you a fucking clue, Jared. I want to get one. Um, <laughs> That's so bad. Well, let me. Well, let me give you. A clue I don't so want you the clue though. But
1: go ahead, give me the clue. I'm clearly
0: not getting uh, it. This guy is very famous for um, like scary stories, horror stories. Oh, Stephen King. There you That's go. That's hilarious. Yep. I was yep.
1: <laughs> like, I was so proud of myself for just blasting through authors, and then you gave the clue. Like, oh, right. that makes sense. Stephen King, sure. Right. But do they really the other, assign the other... Stephen King books mm-hmm. in school though? Like, those are like, I mean, they're good books, sure. But to me, a right. lot of them feel more like maybe in an English lit class. Maybe. I'm not sure. That's I've a never, That's never even been like a consideration, at least in any of my literature classes.
0: Right. But maybe that's part so of the, the problem because the f-
1: they're good books. Right. Clearly, he's, con- he's considered one of the great writers. I mean, like he has a book about that book on writing that is commonly cited as a, one like a great writing resource for, for writers of mm-hmm. all of all sorts. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a, he's considered a legendary writer. So, maybe part of the reason why I've never experienced him in high school is because of that, where it's like you also discount, I'm sure that genre in general. You were also in a Catholic
0: high school. Why the hell would you be reading a that's horror true. story in a Catholic high that's school?
1: That's true. And I think that <laughs> genre probably gets discounted too, like uh, in general. Probably. That's a good probably. point, though. But I went to a Catholic school. They would not, that's right. like assigning Harry well, Potter to them essentially. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then you're gonna go to hell, Jared, <laughs> yeah, just because you're a witch. thinking that magic is real—actual magic exactly. and spells and curses. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm learning so actual other... curses to fight against Jesus. <laughs> there we. <laughs> there we go.
0: So the other two authors, Jared, who get challenged the most are Toni Morrison, uh, who I've never heard of to be honest I with you, but a... uh, I'm not gonna—I I believe that's a black woman. T O N I. And the the books that have been challenged the most are called "The Bluest Eye," "Beloved," and "The Song of yeah, Solomon." Yeah, that's a black woman.
1: Um, okay, she is. Uh, I imagine. Uh, let's see. Let's. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. Like I, I've heard of the name clearly, but I, I don't know what uh, she's. But she's writing about like. Um, I don't know. What she's writing about actually, but yeah, I could imagine that a a, a black woman that is very uh, prolific as a writer would cause a lot of problems for a lot of white people. That's not surprising to me in the slightest.
0: And then the other one, Jared, is uh, Judy Bloom, And she has had... Judy Bloom actually has the most books that have been challenged at five.
1: Doesn't she write... And then Stephen King's in the middle. Does Judy Bloom, Doesn't she write those, like... um, Aren't they, like, um... Like those, like, mystery novels? Isn't that what she writes? Like
0: those, like, young teen mystery novels? I... thoughts so yeah uh american writer of children's young adult and adult fiction uh published more than 25 novels um i, I Are think you so there, yeah god it's me margaret yep.
1: oh, yeah i can imagine uh yeah okay all right i'm not maybe she doesn't yeah. write mystery novels but um i yeah I've, i'm familiar with her name too I, i'm not i don't i'm but i'm not familiar with her work but i'm an idiot so you know more <laughs> yeah me not knowing something <laughs> means nothing that's essentially what i'm
0: getting at true um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I find it so funny though, that Can it's I like this. I understand mm-hmm, you're about sure. to say something
1: I'm sure is very profound, but I'm going to cut it off.
0: Do you think there is
1: any, um, good reason to ban a book?
0: Not, I mean, not really, to Spreading be honest. Spreading well,
1: misinformation.
0: Well, I, yeah. Well, the other thing is too, is I will say that some books definitely aren't age appropriate. Mm. So, you and know, that's the like.
1: Thing. Because I bring up the even bringing like the blatant misinformation thing. And it's like, well, there's Mm -hmm. one thing about when we what are we talking about banning a book? We're talking about banning it at a government level where they it's illegal to sell it or not teaching it to kids. Right.
0: Well, yeah, there's a big difference. I, I think that banning a book like governmentally. So it's like you can't buy it. In the I think that's ridiculous I find that a little crazy yeah, yeah I agree but I can I but, agree. but I, I think I think
1: those books that would be so ridiculous um that that a banning like 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 they wouldn't even be considered to be t- taught to students you know sure. like the books that are banned sure. um, for the most part are are, are uh, here here so here's some of the common reasons why I see that books are banned uh, racism talking about racism yep. realistically. <laughs> Yep. Um mm-hmm. talking about um the LGBTQ community realistically? Sure. Sure.
0: Um also just sex in general? Sex in general? Yeah. Yep.
1: Um I would say any sort of questioning of religion, magic, mm-hmm. sure. which is not questioning religion, yep. but ma- anything that is considered like supernatural. Yep. Is is the sure. term I w- I, sh- I guess sure. it would be a good sort of overarching term for that. It's just like mm-hmm. that sort of mm-hmm. stuff that's like uh, yeah, far, like far-fetched. Although, sure. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, written by C.S. Lewis, they're walking through the back of a wardrobe. That's ridiculous. They, right. And they love those sure. Christians love that book. <laughs> What's yeah. that about? That's ridiculous, too. Um,
0: violence. Yep. Which, in book form. Which is kind of ironic, because all the movies and video games are so also violent. Also, read the Bible.
1: How violent is that thing? Right, killing nope. children. Yeah, no kidding. killing your own children. <laughs> right,
0: yeah, torturing people. We're about to kill. About <laughs> yeah. to kill your brother. Yeah. Right, or no, or no. Was he going to kill? His, gonna son and kill his son kill st-? I don't remember. Brothers, oh, Cain and Abel.
1: The uh, one
0: of them was told to I'm, kill their brother. Yeah, you, you've about. seen Year yep.
1: One, the yep. movie. I have. <laughs> yep, I have. Yeah. You, you got your Bible knowledge from a Seth Rogen movie, exactly. So yeah. uh, <laughs> So you know it's it's legit bible knowledge for uh, sure. Oh also another uh, one I think is a popular mm-hmm. one is like dystopian futures. Which sure. is like especially for kids. Cuz cuz as I mentioned 1984, a brave new world. Mm-hmm. Um there's right. another one. Oh um uh, oh, what's the one with the kids that got stuck on the island? It, uh Oh, Lord, Lord, of, the Lord Flies? of the Flies. That that's when I got yep. assigned the mm-hmm. call in high school. Okay. Um but that one is a common one that's also, because that's kind of a brutal book. I mean, it's about kids murdering each other, essentially, getting stranded on an island, oh, and for like, sure. you know, fighting each other for, for, um, for like, a, you know, leadership or whatever. But they're children, and they have sure. children problems, and they talk like children. It's weird. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, how, did you read that book? A Long long yeah, Time me too, ago, but Yeah, but that's a good one, actually. That's one that I, I would happily revisit now. Cause, um, sure. Um that, that that is one that I think is also kind of very fitting for today. That sort of like mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like that sort of concept could be very like associated to like social media world, especially with those people that are really into it and like make like mm-hmm. friendships and sort of those like Alliances based off of whatever it is they believe in, and it's like, yeah, but these are this is all just internet relationships. You can't really trust these people. Then they betray you, and then you have these new sort of beliefs based off of all sort of sort of delusion. Sure.
0: Do you have any other books, just
1: off the top of your head?
0: Well, another another category oh, sure. as yeah. well, though, is is uh, politics. Interesting. You know, like like if what I mean by that is like you know in certain countries that have very different political beliefs in oh, yes. the U.S. I think in the U.S. Because I think right. no, I think it's saying more so abroad. I think we're pretty okay with talking about politics here, even though. Well, yeah, you can buy almost anything here. I mean, you can buy the uh, Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto in the U.S. I don't know
1: what I don't know what. Uh, although I, I, what I'm saying is like talking about like oh we're talking about like like governmental bans. Where do you think? Yeah. Where, excuse me. Where do you think the Communist Manifesto would be banned?
0: That's a good question. Or for example, Mein Kampf sure. or
1: something like that.
0: Oh well well bro Mein Kampf, that's an easy Can you not one. buy it in Germany? It's, it's it's banned in Austria. I don't know about Germany. I'm okay. pretty sure it's banned in Austria. You couldn't buy it on Amazon? Uh yeah I mean I don't I, know. Oh, Obviously that's a great you wouldn't question. Know. You ever tried? You buy everything Have you tried, on Amazon Amazon tried to,
1: buy <laughs> to buy Mein Kampf <laughs>
0: specifically in Austria, Chad? <laughs> right, because I totally want my Austrian friends to think that I'm a neo-Nazi, jerk, Put that of on course. your bookshelf. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, well, here, hold up. Mein Kampf, uh, hold up, right here. Mein Kampf certainly Adolf they're not Hitler teaching runners, that in,
1: you know, German or right. Austrian
0: schools. So right or here, any school, right school for that matter, let's be honest. So uh, including the Austrian ban, Mein Kampf was illegal to copy or print in, in Germany and um, from Hitler's death in 45 until the copyright expired in 20... Ooh, interesting. So the copyright expired. So now I don't know. But I would think that... I'll give Germany this.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that they take their history seriously enough. I'm not Mm -hmm. not saying they're perfect when it comes to racism or anything, but I feel like as far as educationally goes, they take their own personal history seriously enough that... um, it doesn't bother me if they were to sell Mind Kampf today, right? Or if you were able yeah. to get your hands well, on it. I think they in could Germany. use it for educational re- reasons. Because, but, but they, but they em, embrace in the sense that accept the realism of the reality more than right. than we do here in the United States. So, if it, mm-hmm. so I'd be a lot more dubious about like, I don't know, whatever, some popular racist book, some popular like white supremacist from like the eighteen hundreds being taught in a alabama high school would make me a lot more dubious than students in germany talking about mein kampf right because i feel like they have a lot more on all levels governmental and personal sort of awareness and accountability and i'm not even saying they're perfect because we know in austria that a lot of like synagogues have a constant police presence because people still fuck with them so i'm not even saying it's perfect but I'm oh, saying that, at not. least on an educational level, it feels like they have more awareness uh, of their own personal mm-hmm. history than we do here in the U.S.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with you. So another thing as well about politics, Jared, why books might be banned, here's another great example. So in Bosnia, there's a book called The Mountain Wreath by Peter Petrovic the Second, uh, and this is an epic poem play that focuses on the struggle for freedom and autonomy In historical Montenegro, one of the reasons this book is banned is that the play has become a rallying point for many opposition political groups that use it as support for their particular agendas. So, like, you know, if there are books that, like, fringe groups might kind of attach themselves to and use it to, like, propaganda, right? Kind of like... So I could
1: also see how... For example, a book in the U.S. that could be similar to that. Maybe Fight Club is banned in the... uh, Often... Is it really? Yeah, Fight Club is a book before it was the movie with Brad right. Pitt's amazing six pack. Um, but um, that book is all uh, is banned often because because it's sort of that like um, it's sort of about like like uh, like the the distrust of government and sort of that cultish revolutionary like like sort of that like like overtaking the government and, and taking and and sort of the 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 rules that we have been told to live by. Are foolish and almost Matrix-esque, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like let's let's throw chaos and, into all of that. Is that is that yeah. what you're kind of alluding? Is that what you're talking about with your book? Yeah,
0: that's exactly okay. what I'm alluding yeah. to. Absolutely, Fight Club is another a big book thing for, to- I guess, for a similar reason though. Right, another big thing too, Jared, is direct opposition of governments will get your ass banned really quick and here's a great example of this oh god the book called no enemies no hatred by liu Xiaobo, who was an author in china Mm. and his collection of poetry devoted to peacefully defending human rights uh this author was an intellectual turned activist and he was a very renowned critic of china's authoritarian ruling class as you can imagine i'm sure the list
1: of books banned in china schools chinese schools is extensive
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned that, Jared, because from what I had heard last, basically if the book is not from China, mm. like you have to get super special permission to even use it. Interesting. Um, and I've even had teachers it from China. Seems like they should be I open say.
1: to the, the histories of other countries, but then be obviously very protective of their nope. own history. Nope. Nope. Although nope. the world they, is so what global, they do, it's kind of hard to be like open to other people's histories and not have your own. Country well, seep in the somehow. thing is,
0: Jared, is I think most, unless you're a history major in China, I think most people in China, I'll be honest with you, I know a this lot history of... History in general, it's like, don't worry about it. Well, it's, they focus, well, number one, they focus more on Chinese history, because you know, China has such a long... In their own context
1: of it, though. The
0: victors yeah, write the well, history. of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So it's like, you, well, we know yeah, the things obviously. that they
1: won't talk about uh, in, in schools about Chinese history.
0: Right. Uh, another one, Jared. Another book that you have actually on your bookshelf, uh, mm. thanks to me. If I can toot my ho- own horn for a second here, Jared, the alchemist is uh, in Iran. The alchemist. Mm. I haven't read it is yet. To be banned. Fair
2: <laughs> you got to read looks it. Good it's on it's on interesting. My
0: bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, so so basically, I. I I think, and the Iranian government never really gave a specific official reason, at least according to this article in front of me. But I think what it is is it might be how they kind of in the book, and I don't want to spoil it for you. But he does go to the Middle East. I'm not going to read his it journey
1: in the next month or two, so I'll forget by the time right. I actually. That's
0: true, but read but yeah, it. but he goes to the Middle East, and so I don't know how it translated into Arabic and how you know because sometimes things can get lost or changed in translation. Um, but yeah, and also though, Jared. Speaking of Arabic, guess what book is banned in Libya? In Arabic.
1: In Arabic, the Bible.
0: The Bible. Very wow. good. Yeah, the Christian Bible. That's not surprising. So it's to me. legal. No, no, it's it's not to me either. I mean, not but even just legal, about so Libya, it's...
1: but I mean about any of these sort of, um, um, you know, Muslim countries that sort of that sort of you know guides their their government. That's not surprising to me. But it's but it's only right. banned in in.
0: In, in Arabic. Arabic, so you could get it in English or whatever. Well, so here's the deal: it's legal for foreign Christians to own Bibles in Libya, but it's illegal to import or distribute the Bible in Arabic. Mm. I think that's sort of not in not in a.
1: I don't agree with this, but I think that's smart as far as a government that's trying to, because you still have. It's like, hey, we're not, we're not, we're not telling you you can't get it. We're just saying there's no benefit for us to provide like the sort of it's sort of like an oxymoron to that, you know, is I only say this in the sense where it's like I can understand how they can sort of justify it. Sure. Um, I'm yeah. not saying I agree with it, obviously, but
0: I could see sure. I, I can understand that justification to the people. Now, here's a here's a funny one, Jared. Um, this book is banned in Malaysia. It was super popular a couple hmm. of years ago, especially with the ladies and it was so popular they made a movie out oh, of it. Oh, Fifty shades
1: of gray yes why would sir? they be uh-huh. teaching
0: that in school anyway like <laughs> well, this is banned by the oh, government really? this isn't schools this is this is a Malay- malaysia as a country really um, so right here yeah el james best selling so even though 50 shades
1: of mm-hmm. gray is so popular here in the US and ha- really had a moment like a 10 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. that sort of book like that where it's like that sort of erotic novel it's like it's like a dime a dozen you know that's just right. like that one was super popular, but you could, like, that sort of book, you could get that at any sort of airport bookstore, that sort of book.
0: Well, not in Malaysia, Jared. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> but,
1: any sort of book with some dude with long hair on a horse at a.
0: <laughs> right. It's a similar concept. Right, exactly. So, so, this is what happened, though. So, it was banning Malaysia for obviously explicit uh, sexual content. Uh-huh. The Malaysian censorship board refused censorship to grant board. certification. Ooh. Yeah, to the scary. film. Scary! You can't do that in the U.S. You can't. That can't even well, exist then, in the U.S. Well, listen to this though, Jared. The head of the Malaysian Film Censorship Board, Abdul ha- Halim like Abdul censorship Hamid, board. that creeps me out. Well, <laughs> well, don't go, don't go to Malaysia, Jared. I might visit. it. Actually, seems uh, like
1: a lovely place, but I'm not going right? to move there. The like.
0: head of the Malaysian Film Censorship Board, Abdul Halim Abdul Hamid, said the film is, and I quote, "more porn- pornographic than it is a movie." I haven't seen the movie, but I'm sure he's probably not yeah, wrong he's probably about that. right in that. But
1: mm-hmm. what's wrong with porn? Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're in a, I mean, I know a, what the, um, I guess.
0: Right, I can guess what his answer would be to that. Right. Um, well, Jared, if you ever want to convert to Islam, guess where you shouldn't bring your Quran with you to. Uh, Israel, probably. Well, probably. <laughs> <Okay>. Also, <laughs> also that North what you were Korea. Guessing? Okay. North Korea. Oh, yeah. uh, Aren't they pretty, like, like anti-religion in general there? I believe so. Yep. Yep. Right here. The only thing that people are permitted to worship, Jared, is the nation's dictator, Kim Jong-un. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Scored. uh, Perfect. uh, Hole in one on on all 18 holes.
1: (laughs) He can run a mile in five and a half minutes. Yeah. Exactly. But...
0: I'm trying to see if I there's mean, any sense. other interesting. I remember, here,
1: I yeah. remember, I you know, my 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 dad is a real NPR head, and I remember when um, Kim Jong Il passed away, and I was in my dad's car, and they were talking about like the rules for like you had to mm-hmm. show remorse, like cry and, like, for a certain amount of and time, if you weren't showing it in public, like during the sort of public like uh, ceremony for his death. You would be like, like you would be punished for another in, in whatever way. I don't know what the way was, but like, um. So yeah, that's not surprising to me that that. I mean, any sort of there's no benefit to a a country that does something like that to introducing some like other forms of hope. It's depressing right. Sure. Thing to say, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Seems seems like what what they're getting at.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I it's mean, It's really, really
1: it- kind of scary to me that something like that exists because I feel like it sort of is a reminder to me that like sort of the things that we think like, like we think we're so like progressive here in the U S and then we're like past that or whatever. And we have end racism written on, on the end zones on the football fields and on our soccer jerseys. But it's like, right. we're I don't, I feel like we're not as far away from, from, from that as, as, as we, as we think we are.
0: I agree with you. And it yeah. kind of
1: scares me sometimes. People get very comfortable. Oh, especially Like in the U.S. It's so especially, it's so easy to just get so comfortable. And it kind of makes me afraid sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why we need to not have books banned, Jim. Keep your mind open. <laughs> yeah, read everything. You know? Read it all. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan. Well, exactly. Well, I'll well, never forget, though, dude. Um, and this isn't necessarily reading. But back when, um, when would this have been? 2016? Uh, right. Wasn't that the year Trump was elected? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyways, um, I had it was funny. I had a, a really good German professor and he said, one of the best things you can do to stay informed is to look at the other side and and really, you know, try to listen to them and and also try to empathize with them. I don't know if I took it that far. Yeah. But I so what I did, that. Jared, was I started uh, I started following a bunch of random right wing people on social media. And I got a message from one of my grad student <laughs> friends and she was like, "What's going on with you? Like, I see I, you likes Trump on Facebook. I see like you like. You know, I, I think it was like Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> like a bunch uh, of random. All
1: well, right, I did that for. Uh, um, <laughs> I did that for a bit, um, too. More in podcast form. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just found myself more angry. Like I, I, like I didn't enjoy just getting angry.
0: There was a bit sure. where I'm
1: like, all right, I enjoy the perspective, especially if you're like, um. Like for example, I used to listen to Adam Carolla, where it's like I can handle your opposing perspective because you're funny, but then over time, to- mm-hmm. over after a, a matter of time, I mean this was years ago that I stopped listening. I haven't listened it to him in a old, while. It just gets old, right? It's like I, I can't. I yeah, I can't. It it becomes repetitive, and also like the ideas obviously become more like it, it's just like I can't do it, and so I understand that perspective of like taking in the opposing side and i think it's useful to be aware of their perspective but also i think at least for my own personal self-preservation it's not beneficial to me to just like be so aware where i'm just constantly taking in that information because it's like especially as a black person where it's like this is like to a certain extent could be personal why do i need to Mm -hmm. constantly listen to this person's opinion that is just like, you know, well, what were they doing? Or what? Why? Or like, why were they? You know, where it's like this sort right. of b- whatever blaming of the victim or whatever it might be. Where I'm like, I don't agree with you at all in it, and I, and it, uh, and 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 it just, and it, and, and I, I feel like I could be in that situation where you're sort of just blaming me, and I, and I'm some sort of victim. Like, say, I don't know what any sort of, ex- I don't know. So I get that, and I agree with that, and I still do it to sometimes to a certain extent even via like twitter and stuff but i don't like it like it it, like it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem and i guess people maybe people that are completely opposite to me say the same thing but i don't think they have the awareness to be like it's not good for my mental health
0: (laughs) maybe they do that reminds me of like a meme that i saw circulating around near thanksgiving and it's like so do our racist relatives go oh i'm gonna go see Lindsay at thanksgiving and have to hear her woke you know yeah. what I mean? Like,
1: see, that's so funny because my racist relatives are like it's completely a different. It's a completely different thing. I definitely have the racist relatives, but it's mm-hmm. but it's I don't know. It feels so different. It's the racism against like I don't trust white people, <laughs> but it's like it's coming from like fifty plus year old black people. So I like, yeah. uh, "It's like, of course you don't trust and white probably people." Probably in the south, yeah, too. Yeah, you grew up. Most yeah, of my that f- makes the, it worse. Most of my family grew up in times where they're like, "Yeah, I went to the black movie theater." Like, my parents mm-hmm. are in their fifties or whatever, in their sixties. No, in their fifties, in their sixties, and they went to like the black movie theaters. And it's yeah. like,
0: yeah, I, I don't. It's not the same thing to me. It's not the same thing to me. Right. Well, d- different times. Yeah. You know, it's um, yeah, but. I don't know, man. I think uh, overall, I'm a big fan of you should be able to read whatever the hell you want. Um, obviously, to some degree, I can see why schools might ban things for certain ages and groups. But do you but need
1: to ban, or is it just like common sense? I think the banning is not common that's what, sense.
0: You, dude, you hit the, you hit the nail the on the head. The banning that happens in lack. schools
1: is not common sense. Because it's like, oh, no, right. we can't teach kids about spells and curses. It's like, what the mm-hmm. hell are you talking right. about? We're like, what? Right. <laughs> Yeah, because they're gonna start doing these spells, <laughs> yeah. and then people are gonna start like flying can't around teach, the can't classroom. That gay people are real. Like, that gay relationships right. are real and hel- and can be healthy, or, or unhealthy the minorities or and people of color have had hard yeah. times or, because yeah. of racism. The, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's right. like it's like I understand maybe not wanting to, like, but it's not even about like I understand not wanting like to teach that to a like a like a six year old because it's like a six year old would never be reading a novel like that. That, that sort of information would even be None. in. To even get to a level right. that you'd be reading a thick novel like that 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 would have an information, you'd be in like higher levels of high school anyway to even to get to a book that thick and sort of dense in concept. So it's like at that yeah. point, once you're getting 15 plus, you need to start being aware of the realities of race and racism, especially in the US, but anywhere cuz uh, yeah. anywhere whatever that might mean to the context of your country and whatever the but i mean like at a certain point you need to be aware of the realities of your world and and it's like obviously we shouldn't be teaching this to uh 8 year olds but they'd never even be able to understand that book to begin with so it's like that would, book would never even be placed in front of them ever exactly yeah so it's like but these you're right, fears though, about the that's common why sense, to me man. these fears seem so ridiculous cuz it's like the fears mm-hmm. you're talking about those books that you're afraid of that your your kids getting a hold of would never be placed in front of your sixth grade kid ever. Right.
0: Probably They couldn't not. understand yeah. half the words in that book, you know. Sure. <laughs> or it's like they wouldn't sure. even understand what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I don't know, man. It's I it's so it just blows my mind, Jared, that the the narrative in the US is that we're this free country, right? And then yeah. and then you have these like book bans, especially like book bans about like 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 mouse like we talked about to, at the top of the mm-hmm. show, you know, um, it, yeah. I just find it funny, and I will say though that like, yeah, sure, mouse is definitely mouse. violent. Right. Well, you have now, I, and I'm trying but, to buy it I,
1: on Amazon. It's sold out. Yeah. At least at I least and paperback form. Right. The fifteen dollar version is sold out. I can buy a hardback form for forty five dollars, but it's aggressive for a book to me. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's I don't know, man. It it makes me sad to see that, especially th- important things about history, are being banned. And it is this kind of willful ignorance that we also talked about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, for sure. It, yeah,
1: when it, whether it comes whether it comes to like, the banning of religious texts in North Korea, or the banning of, books about racism in the U.S. It's all coming from the same sort of fear about like knowing Mm -hmm. the truth i don't want these people my people in north korea to know the truth about that i'm not the reason that they're alive right now or i don't want my kids here in the u.s to know that our ancestors uh enslaved um a large majority of the population that you see you know in history (laughs) that you see walking around every day and then that our our ancestors are responsible for for that sort of Context of how the US operates Or it's like you can mm-hmm. say that to White people um, And not have this sort of Constant fear of like well I, I'm not I didn't own any slaves It's like you can tell them the truth of the History without having that sort of Reflexive defensive um, sure, Reaction to being like I, why, why are you saying I'm the problem It's like well Why are you so defensive about being the problem
0: yeah. It, I mean it definitely uh I mean that's kind of a red flag. I <laughs> yeah, would say. Yeah. Put that on my Twitter. For sure. Yeah. Well, let us know what uh books that you think shouldn't be banned, uh that are banned, mm-hmm. or books that you've read that maybe should be banned. I don't know. Let us know. And our translate podcast and I read it for the articles. <laughs> that's exactly. Just like I go to Hooger's for the chicken wings, Jared. Of course. Of course. I guess Twin Peaks, that's what's around here um but yeah for sure let us know though at podcast at com. check us out on twitter and instagram uh twitter untranslatable one the number one instagram and youtube untranslatable podcast and please five star reviews on itunes let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast Yakuyame, muchas gracias shisha and dos vidanya